This is Brandon Spivey. Aaron Whitlow. And we are the Mark Out Movie Podcasters. Uh, today we're going to do uh, Does It Hold Up? Uh, two films we're doing today is Lucas, mm -hmm. uh, made in 1986, starring Corey Hain, Cor uh, Charlie Sheen, Kerry Green, and Winona Ryder. Uh, the other one is Licensed to Drive, and also uh, Corey Hain. Uh, Corey Feldman and uh, Heather Graham's debut. Heather Graham's debut, uh, and we're gonna look at these movies and see exactly if they hold up. Uh, so first of all, let me. Uh, I'm trying to get it put pulled up here. Uh, License to Drive is gonna be next after um, the uh, after Lucas. So let's get to Lucas here. Lucas, 1986, is a drama and coming-of-age film. It's an hour and 40 minutes long. So the very young Corey Hain. Uh, uh, not very, very young, um, but... He was either 14 or 15. 14, 15, yeah. Uh, Lucas, uh, started, uh, played by Corey Hain, is an unusually bright teenager whose nerdy looks and meek demeanor makes him a favorite target for bullies. His life at school seems to be... Seem to approve when he befriends Maggie, Carrie Green, a cute new girl whose love interest, Cappy, or Charlie Sheen, protects him from the, from harassment. However, despite his friend Rena's Winona Ryder's clear affection for him, Lucas falls for Maggie and in a final effort to impress her, joins the high school football team. This movie was released March 28th, 1986, directed by David Seltzer. And nobody cares who the producer is, but it made eight point two million dollars, and uh, which was good back then. <laughs> yep, and we got this as the uh, movie sites. Yeah, uh, it got a six point nine on IMDb, <clears throat> seventy nine, not seventy five percent on Metacritic, and seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's okay. It's it's um, it's, it's people seem to like it, and the Google users. Uh, rating was seventy seven percent. Oh, so not so much now, because they because they were ninety something for John Wick. Uh, so, um, but this movie, man, um, uh, the Carrie Green in it, uh, Maggie, uh, she is if you don't remember, she's Andy from uh, Goonies. Goonies. Yeah, <laughs> well, I seen her. I was looking at this movie. I'm like, oh my gosh, the amount of people that's in this movie. That went on to do other stuff. Um, you also have Courtney Thorne. Uh, yeah, Courtney Thorne Smith. Th Melrose yeah, Place. Melrose Place, yeah, absolutely. I knew her most from uh, um, Summer School. There's a movie called Summer School where no, she... Uh, the dude from... from uh, yeah, that dude. Yeah, Play Ted Bundy in a TV yeah. movie. Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon. <laughs> I knew his name Mark. I couldn't remember his last name, but yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that was great. Um, there's... Uh, it says 
the assistant coach is Gary Cole. I didn't realize Gary Cole was in this movie. Uh, that dude that plays Norberg. I think uh, he's maybe his scene got deleted. I don't remember him in it. I don't remember. I remember the it. coach. I don't remember him having an assistant. Yeah. Well, in this movie, uh, so Lucas, played by Corey Haim, who's no longer with us, um, no. uh, he is a. Uh, let me ask you this: Is Corey is uh, Lucas? It, would, would you consider him in today's standards? Would he be autistic, or would he be considered uh, just a just a just a nerdy kid? Uh, I, it's a it's a it's a fine line. There, there is. Uh, uh, he maybe a little bit of autism. Uh, definitely nerdy. I mean, yeah. He's I don't know. I, I love I love Corey in this movie though. I mean, yeah, without him, this yeah it would it would it, it couldn't be considered a movie. But his portrayal of Lucas, I mean. I felt so sorry for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's blinded that he doesn't see his basically his best friend totally in love with him. Winona, and yeah. he's in a very young Winona Ryder. Yes, and uh, she I, plays, I think pre Beetlejuice. Yeah, uh, and uh, he's he's all heads in love with uh, uh Maggie. Maggie, and mm-hmm. she's interested in Charlie and Sheen's character. Uh, uh, Mike, I'm gonna go ahead and give my con. For this yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. I have I only have one, and it, it's Charlie Sheen. Uh, I I like Charlie, but playing this character is a sweet, you know, innocent, um, mm-hmm. sensitive football player. <laughs> I don't buy it. I, I really don't. I he I don't like buy he played, him playing against type. Yeah, he. And I guess this was before. You know, this is for major league minute work. Uh, this is for uh, hot shots. I mean, young even before Young Guns, that movie. I I just I, before uh, what's that movie? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, where, yeah, he was in that movie. In, but in Ferris Bueller, he seemed like a sensitive guy, sort of towards Ferris' sister. You know, yeah, kind of. But um, I don't. Know, he just I can't buy him just like a super nice guy. I just yeah. Is really really nice guy, but uh, and he's a wholesome kid, which yeah. is you know who Charlie Sheen is. Like the kid was probably on some major drugs during the film of his movie. Um, oh, well, he definitely well, was. He's not a kid, but he was a kid then. Um, and then Jeremy F- Piven is in his movie uh, yeah. as like a jock, um, which that's totally crazy because I forgot about him even being in this movie. Um, but yeah, man, um, I you know my kind for this movie is actually Lucas, really? Lucas's personality. I think that for the most part, I think that things that they do, or actually the things that doesn't hold up, the things that they do in this movie would not hold up today. Like the, all right, so there was like a joke in the locker room when, with the um, with Bruno uh, where he uh He's like, oh yeah, we like he's he's in the shower. He says, oh look, you got hard on, dude. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's like, yeah. And then like, so he takes him, and then like, the same dude that he uh, uh, that that Lucas um, claimed was gay, which is Bruno, took the hot stuff and rubbed it on Lucas's crotch. Yeah, he literally touched another dude's crotch. He's secretly and gay. He's secretly gay, <laughs> and um, 
And yeah, so, that yeah, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't fly. And uh, would then uh, with the whole, um, you know, like him going, like they they made bullying. And I and I chuckled then, but I also cringed a little bit watching. It. I was like, they made bullying a funny thing. Like they're laughing at him and, and Luke is going on and it's very happy, lighthearted. Yeah. But then my biggest issue with Lucas is he did dumb stuff, really dumb stuff, like, don't get on the football team. Yeah, That's he, the dumbest thing. that You shouldn't but, reward him for being an idiot. But in his defense, he, he was doing it for affection. He was. He still didn't get it. He, he, didn't, he got the love of his peers for being an idiot. You know. That's my biggest <laughs> problem with Lucas. But I, I tell you what. I look at this movie different than I ever have when I rewatched it. I look at it more as like social acceptance. He would. He didn't feel like he was. He wasn't accepted at home. His parents were God knows where. They're never there. Well, that, was that his dad is in the stands that came down and? Uh, I don't know. Nobody. I cares. don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, he just. I felt like he was just alone. Yeah, he just he wanted alone. to yeah. be accepted, and he was by one on a writer's character. He just didn't see it. Yeah. But I did like that scene. Uh, real quick. Uh, when there was all in the choir and they're singing. And uh, so Lucas uh, looks over at, or see, you see Winona, and she looks over at Lucas, and then it shows where Lucas is singing, but he looks up at Maggie. You see Maggie yeah. is singing, she looks over at Charlie, and Charlie looks at Maggie, but then it pans over and you reveal uh, Allie, Allison, Alice is uh, looking at them. And so I love that. It was just like the fluid motion yeah. revealing the story of these people. It's like, this one has a crush on this one. This one has a crush on this one. But Lucas, his best friend, uh, I believe, uh, uh, Ben, the movie maker. Yeah. Uh, I liked him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was cool to see. Like, they was watching The Fly. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. They was watching The Fly. It was just cool to see those people, those elements. Lucas still had that love, in my opinion. But and it, it didn't, it didn't, he didn't have to go play football no he didn't he made a very stupid decision by playing football and I agree the helmet was too big for him yeah i agree with you that he made dumb decisions but i can i can you know you do stupid stuff when you want affection yeah uh, um and i, I mean, remember this movie differently too i always yeah. thought that he scored but yeah i guess he did yeah <laughs> you know the, the, that scene i love it scene uh it's not even about who wins, loses. I mean, at at that point, I mean, you think they they think that he's dead. I mean, yeah, essentially. But he comes, he comes back. Yeah, miraculously. And I, I the ending, I love. Yeah, uh, the clap, the, the he slow opens, clap. He, yeah, he's they're clapping. He opens that locker. He thinks, he thinks they're gonna gang up on him essentially. But he opens, he sees that leather, not not the leather jacket, the the, uh, the football, le- the Letterman jacket. Yeah, the Letterman jacket. Uh, he sees that and. He, he realizes he's accepted now. Yeah. Uh, which I love. But I don't think it has a conclusion with what's going on with uh, Carrie, Russ- Carrie Green's character in Charlie Sheen's. Or, or Winona. Winona. That yeah. doesn't have a conclusion. Yeah, it, it just stops. Yeah. But saying that, I don't give my pros for this movie. Uh, my main pro is Corey Haim's performance. Uh, now I've, Corey Haim was my favorite actor as a kid. I, 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 he's very likable. Yeah. Yes, he was, uh, and you you know what he went through. I don't know if you know too much about it, but 
to know what he went through. Oh, it was horrible. And this was the movie that started it. He was uh, molested in this movie. Really? Uh, yeah. I don't know. There was rumors it was Charlie Sheen. There was rumors it was uh, the producer. Uh, Corey Feldman supposedly said it. And, uh, his movie he's trying to release, who, who it was. But, yeah, he... Yeah, I, I just felt so sorry for him when I actually heard about it. Uh, man, it's sad. It's it, I feel I felt like he should have had a long career. Uh, he was yeah. just one, his life was cut way too short. Yeah, and he did one bad movie with Corey Feldman, and they Dream blacklisted Dream? him. Basically, yeah, yeah. I, I actually much, like Dream of Little Dream. I I liked it as a kid, and I don't you know, know if it st- holds up today. But I watched it a few years ago. I just man, I, I just. What is this? <laughs> yeah, didn't turn to Michael Jackson uh, at one point. Yeah, uh, he tried to be Michael Jackson. I just felt after that movie, they just really, literally blacklisted them from big studio films. They had to do straight to video, and, and for both yeah. of them, I mean, that's just wrong. Yeah, and I, you know, to I, be child actors yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, Hollywood is Hollywood is a place that is um, notorious for like uh, doing like. Kids wrong. Drew Barrymore, yeah. uh, like Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, all of them have said they were molested at one point. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, the actor Corey Haim was good in it. Uh, my pros for it. I don't know if you finished. You might have more pros. Uh, that uh, was no. Nah, that was really my main pro. I mean, uh, my pros is not just Corey, but I would say it would be the rest of the uh, the young cast. Yeah, man. they were I, good. I, got I enjoyed them. Uh, I, I see Maggie, uh, Carrie Green, and I wondered. I love, I love seeing her. I love her energy, uh, and it made me think of Goonies. Yeah. And I th- I wonder. I'm like, why? Why? I don't know anything. I was like, why hadn't she been in other stuff? Because I thought that she was. She did a great job. She did this, and then I think she went on to do Goonies, of course. But then she just fizzled out. I mean. Yeah. She did. She did episodes on TV shows, but nothing. She starred in. Yeah, and now it's at the point where these people are a lot older. The only the biggest namesake that come out of this, probably Charlie, I'll yeah. say. Uh, after that, Winona. After that, at one point is Corey Haim, hands down. He yeah, was like 80s, the biggest. Nineties. He was the biggest was thing going. Courtney uh, uh, Thornton Smith uh, wasn't ever she the uh, the big person. In Didn't Hollywood. she uh, join Charlie Sheen in one one show? The Spin City, probably yeah, but no. Uh, real quick, what's your uh, uh, what's your marks? Uh, I, I I'm gonna struggle with this, but I'm gonna give it a three point five. Uh, I, I I do enjoy the movie still, but yeah. I, I see that it's still it's very flawed. It's very flawed, yeah. But I enjoy it. I, I think three point five is a fair score for it. Yeah. Uh, but you know that's mine. What's yours? I'm going to give it three. Three? Three mark outside of five. Uh, Because, you know, I watched it and I was entertained by it. It's just that, um, honestly, the character of Lucas was a little too much for me to handle. Uh, Because, like, I just, like, I don't mind kids being giddy. I thought it was cute, the whole, well, we could still ride my bike to, to the prom or whatever, to the party. You know, I thought that stuff was cute, but ultimately... It just, you know, it just was. Corey Haim was great. Yeah, I mean, Corey Haim didn't do wrong in this. It's just that the character things that the character would do 
Bobby. It was also unlike anything he'd done prior yeah. or after. He's yeah. not done a character like, well, he didn't do a character like that ever again, as far yeah. as I know. So. Well, Corey, um, for, for what I know, um, he he was in Lucas, he was in Lost Boys in 87. Uh, Silver Bullet. Uh, License Drive in uh, 88. Dream of the Dream in 89. Uh, Silver Bullet in 85, yeah. Uh, the Two Corys, I remember that show. Um, uh, Lost Boys, The Tribe, I didn't realize he was in that. Yeah, the end credit scene. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, then, um, I'm not going to count all the other stuff that he was in, because a lot of this stuff later on in life was pretty pretty bad, man. Uh, but, yeah. But, you know, nevertheless, I hate that the guy died. I, I, it broke my heart that he died. It broke my heart when River Phoenix died. Um, it just... Uh, these are these are guys that Hollywood used, and uh, and Keanu was friends with River, and so, uh, you know, so he, I, I'm glad to see. With that being said, that Keanu's still alive. Yeah. I'm glad to see that Corey Feldman is still living. You know, I hate that Charlie has AIDS or HIV. Um, I hate that, but you know, I'm glad to see Emilio still doing fine. Yeah, Emilio, he got out of the spotlight, but I, I would love for... He made a movie, a little movie, that I don't want to see. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it, he directs it, and I love when he directs and acts, and uh, I, like I, I love that, uh, when Emilio just shows up in something. Yeah, Emilio had a movie they did, uh, Bobby. Was it Bobby? Was it called Bobby? Nah, I haven't heard It's that. about uh, Bobby Kennedy. No, nah, it's not that. Oh, uh, but he did a good job uh, for that. Uh, but yeah... Uh, that's our, uh, does it hold up? Uh, the story's timeless, so that holds up, but some of the situations that happen in Lucas, no, it doesn't hold up today. <laughs> but it does, I, I give it mainly, I'm leaning more towards it holding up, because the story's timeless, it's time yeah, story. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it just doesn't have a conclusion. It just doesn't really. have a conclusion. Uh, but 80s, you can get away with that. You can get you away can with that freeze frame and all yeah, that stuff. But, you know, I would have liked to see a conclusion somewhere with him, with uh, Winona's character. I, obviously, that's the, I don't know. He just didn't go there. <laughs> Before we conclude this, real quick, uh, do you think that that type of ending would hold up today? If you see in theaters and it no. ended abruptly like it does, no, I, I, too many people complain about some of the endings we get now. That if like like say Halloween would have happened today and it kind of did with the reboot you know we don't know if he died in the fire or not i, I just don't i don't think so i don't think an ending that abruptly ends i just think people are going to complain about it yeah uh, but that's today's peaky. i mean that's how people are that's how people are i mean if you get on the internet i'm in several groups cobra kai is one of them good lord like hateful people <laughs> well well with that being said we're gonna move on over now to talking about license to drive which is another Corey Haim film this time teaming up with his childhood buddy Corey Feldman uh this movie came out in 1988 uh, and it starts I'm just gonna tell you I'm not gonna read the synopsis it's a young man uh Mr. Anderson Les Anderson huh Les Anderson Mr. Anderson, the other famous Anderson other than Neo. Um, <laughs> uh, he thinks he's ready to drive. Yeah. I have a teenager, so I have a lot to say about this movie. Um, he thinks he's ready to drive. He goes to take his test with his twin sister, uh, and he fails his written. 
Uh, and but uh, trust the computer out. They don't since his twin sister passed prior. They figured that well, you have the same brain that she does essentially, which is so dumb. And it's um, but, but yeah, it's the 80s. but it's the eighties. <laughs> so hey, let's go ahead and give you a passing grade too. And then he gets to go take his test. Uh, James Avery. James is, Avery, aka um, Uncle Phil. Is giving him the test, and all you got to do is not spill the coffee. I wish I had that when I was. Oh, mine. me too. I failed mine uh, first time. Me I, too. I think maybe the second time I passed. Second or third, I passed. I couldn't do parallel parking. Yeah, I, I backed straight into the grass when they said uh, back up in a straight line. I was on the road, and they said back up in a straight line. And I backed in a straight line, but my straight line went into the grass. And they're like, mm, "No, you fail." You know. Yeah. But so. Uh, he passed his driving test, but get back there and she rips his, his uh, he rips it, she rips it right in front of him. Uh, his father is in this movie. Uh, you might know him best as uh, one of the older losers from the uh, Losers Club, a.k.a. It, the TV I series. Actually, I know him best. Uh, I remember him in It, but it's my girl. Playing Dan Aykroyd's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was he in the sequel? Or yeah, first he's one? he's he's like a cameo in the first one, but he, he has a supporting part in the second one, okay. which is not as good. But uh, I, I know him from a lot of old. Uh, it seems like he's in a lot of a lot of eighties movies. He was in uh, where he was like Levathon, like, I believe. Yeah, kind of a they say a rip off of Alien. Yeah, I remember that. I, I like that better than Alien. But, but ooh, <laughs> we're talking about that. Um, but yeah, uh, so. Corey Haim uh, has a crush on Heather Graham, a.k.a. Mercedes. And so um, uh, he sees her walking at one point. He asks his dad to uh, essentially let him drive, but he can't be in a car. He yeah. leaves his dad on the side of the road uh, <laughs> and takes her not to her house down the street, no. but no, she's going way across town. Yeah. And so it's, it's terrible for her dad, but it's funny. I love that scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I thought... As a, you know, I'm gonna get to it real quick, but yeah. So uh, essentially, when he loses, he, he loses his test. He doesn't have his license, so he had to sneak out the house in his grandfather's Cadillac and drive yeah. it. And that's when the comedy ensues. Does it ever? <laughs> um, but yeah, his mother's Carol Kane. Carol Carol Kane. Uh, she is uh, pregnant. She's from the Adams family, right? E- where, yeah, she's the grandmother in the yeah. family. Yeah, absolutely. She's also the uh, the genie, uh, not the genie, but the, but the second ghost in Scrooge. I think she's, she's the one that punched him a lot. I, the one I hated. I hated that one. Um, um, but yeah, anyway. So he uh, that scene with the father when like I was gonna say this being a father now. I absolutely understand the father's anger <laughs> yeah. at the son. Cause I would, I was thinking as a kid, I watched it like, oh man, why is he so mad? You know, just he just he had to impress the girl. Now as an adult, I'm like, oh my goodness, I was yeah. so killed a kid. I would be like, man, you are not, you are not driving. Yeah, um, that, I can understand too. I was like, he was a kid, so why is he so mad? It's like, dude, chill. But now as, as a father, I mean, Dawson's not. 16 yet thank god (laughs) but yeah if i have to go through anything like that 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 father had to go through and license to drive um (laughs) man also uh another thing it's funny watching this movie and him taking the written test 
and me knowing how to drive, I'm like, like as a kid watching this, I didn't know what the answer would be on those tests. Yeah. But looking at it, I'm like, oh, uh, when you hit water for a hydroplane, what do you do? I'm like, get, take your foot off the accelerator and yeah. just let it coast a little bit. You know, yeah. just let it. Don't ever put the brake on. Don't you just just let it. Just let it do and just stabilize it, whatever. But, but I'm like, he, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, when he's pressing, I'm like, oh, that's wrong, you know. Yeah, I like that. But he's under so much pressure, he's not even thinking. He's like, oh, which one is it? But honestly, <laughs> that's how it was when you took the test. Yeah. Although I didn't do it, I did. Mine was written, I think, at the time. Yeah, mine was written too. Um, but uh, yeah, at the time, you don't even think about that. Um, so I like that aspect of it. I think between this one and Lucas, I had more fun watching this one. Because uh, it, remi- it reminded me of how much I liked this movie growing up. Yeah, this movie was... This has always been my favorite Corey Hang film. I, uh, absolutely. I would agree. Uh, and I hate saying it. Cause I love Lost Boys. And that's but this is movie. his vehicle. Yeah, this is... Lost Boys seemed like it was more about the older brother, yeah. more about uh, David, more yeah. about them, you know. Yeah. But yeah, this one is... It, it was so much fun to watch as a kid. I always wanted to be less as a kid. Um I also watching it at the opening reminded me of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street two yeah, with the school bus. Yeah, I thought they were spoofing that. Maybe they. I don't know. Maybe they were. I hope they were. <laughs> but, but yeah, it reminded me so much of that movie uh, on that school bus. But I, I love Les Anderson, uh, uh, Corey's character. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he's he's so goofy. I mean, he's just. He really is. He, he he's so nervous yeah. around the girl, which you know I can understand that, but. Uh, but yeah, like so there's certain things that he did in this movie, where like I, I was thinking like, man, why, why, like Lucas almost, I was thinking, why would you do that? Like when he snuck out with the uh with the car, yeah, and he puts it in uh neutral to let it roll down. There's an easier way to do that. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Why don't you just get in the car and just like. Either uh, like do the same thing, but just be where you can get in there and stop it but as, and, and control yeah. it. But as a teenager, you know, I guess you're not he, was, thinking. he wasn't thinking that way. Um, obviously, the whole thing with just, just hey, let me l- pick up my friends and let's go on a ride. Let's put her in the trunk. So many things you shouldn't do. <laughs> um, I love the scene with the cop when he opens the trunk. I have had this experience though. Uh, with a up. person in the truck? No person. I, I joked about it. See, see, license to drive has meant a lot to me because I got pulled over once. <laughs> and a cop wanted to look in the trunk. I said, I'm hot and I did body in there. It's like, I didn't, wasn't even thinking of license to drive, but I, it connects. <laughs> and it's like, he says, he just gave me a funny look and he opened up the trunk and says, this is the cleanest trunk I've ever seen. He's like, yeah. I said, why would you joke? Why would you joke about something like that? I was like, yeah. Why would you pull me over? I wasn't even going like 15 miles an hour. Randy, let me tell you, black, black people can't do that. <laughs> we can't joke. We got to be on our best behavior when we get put over by cops. We're like, oh, what, sir? No, uh, I'm sorry. No, yes, 10 and 2, sir. You know, uh, but no, um, yeah, that part was crazy. Um, man, I just, I enjoyed um, what doesn't hold up. I'm going to get pros and cons real quick. Um, I'll, I'm going to get my con first. All right, uh, uh, a con for me is um, the things, for for one, Heather Graham's character, of Mercedes, is clearly dating an older man at the very beginning <laughs> that is statutory rape. and uh, But it 
still happens today. I mean, I, I know, but it shouldn't. It's I'm, I agree but, with you. But it shouldn't. Also, but. Uh, I think that uh, another kind is um, like certain things that like Corey Feldman uh, taking a picture of of her <laughs> like in her top. Yep, that would not fly. You can't do that. No, you can't. You can't do that today. No, no way. I that mean, is. You go to jail for that today. Yes, <laughs> and get registered. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, no, you don't do that. Uh, and then, um, but other than that, you know, I like I like that one scene where uh, the people keep pulling up to him and like like it's Corey's film, his mom's driving. He's like, hey, does your mom hold your penis when you pee or something <laughs> like that? You know, I'm like, oh my goodness. She's like, and he's like, that's just friends of mine. And she's like, oh, okay. It's just like. Uh, but yeah, those are my only really cons. Cons is like just the dumb things that they did, but I, it's not so much con so much as it, it needed to happen. Yeah. Mine was, uh, Michael Mas- Manasari. He plays Wyatt on Weird Science, the TV show. Yeah. In the 90s. He was a, a throwaway character in this. Uh, yeah, the, the best friend. Yeah, one of the, the trio. Uh, he didn't do much for this movie. Uh, I, I liked him, but he just. He didn't. And my, my other con is I felt they didn't have enough Corey Haim, Corey Feldman banter. Uh, mm-hmm. I felt like Corey Feldman was only in it a few scenes. I, I'm not sure how many scenes he was in it, but it just felt like he was missing. Do you feel like he was mouth? Do what like mouth, mouth, mouth moved from the Boondocks? Yeah. I, before he goes to the suburbs. Burbs. Yeah. <laughs> but like right now, his parents moved. Yeah, to I, I his, do. I, I, I same same kid. Same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which could be probably he actually auditioned for this movie uh, for less. Oh, really? And he Corey beating him, beating him out, and he was upset about it. Hey, I you know, but it seemed like they still had chemistry. Though they had great chemistry, I mean, I wish they would have done more with them. Uh, but you know, yeah. Um, my my biggest pros of this movie is the comedy with the father. And the mom, yeah, the, the I love that. I love that uh, that stuff with the uh, like with her being pregnant, and and then like he like goes down and he's looking at the car because uh, the car gets destroyed. It a homeless does. man vomits in it uh, and destroys <laughs> it on the side of a building. Back windshield crashes, uh, yeah. breaks. Um, the it's just damaged. Uh, at one point, it can't even go in forward. It can only go in reverse. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. love that though that that ending yeah. going in reverse. Now it has another. I, I think that the ending is also kind for me because even though it's not, it it concludes with him with Mercedes, the girl, but he still doesn't have a license, and, <laughs> and he, so he never goes back and gets the license, uh, unless they would have. Now they could have said time has passed because yeah. now chill, uh, clearly the mom's home with both kids. With the kids. Uh, it could be like. Hey, that's okay. I have a Mercedes now, but he holds up his license showing that he has the license. Yeah. You know, then he jumps in the car and speeds off where because technically she's too young to be your uh licensed driver with you. You yeah. cannot do that with a permit. Facts. Aaron's nitpicking about this. Is, <laughs> am I not am I wrong? You're not wrong, but I, I love the ending. Uh I says he can have this car now. I I appreciate it, but I got a Mercedes now. <laughs> yeah. I love that line. I love him just hopping in, and you know I could name all kinds of pros, but I'm just gonna stick with Corey Haim because he makes 
this fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, this is, as you said, this is his vehicle. This mm. is the one. His vehicle. This, yeah. <laughs> this vehicle. Uh, I, it's so enjoyable for me. I, I, I've loved it as a kid. I, I love it today. I mean, I, yeah, I did. I, I did. It wasn't stale at all. So, w- w- give me your markouts for it. All right, man. Uh, shoot. I'm gonna give it four point five markouts out of five because I uh, I absolutely loved it. Uh, watching it, uh, I there's several times in watching this movie I laughed. I did too. And, and you know, it wasn't forced laughter. It was like actually really funny. And Corey Haim is such a a compelling character. Yeah. Com- like he's like a lovable. He is. I, I he can was. see how I can see why he was such a team throb or whatever. I can see that you know. Yeah. Like he's uh, and then him and filming together is just magic. It was magic. Yeah, you know I had seen magic like I mean going back he had to go way back. Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon they had that kind of magic. Mm-hmm. It's just sad to see what happened to them. Uh, yeah, you know what the how Hollywood treated them. Yeah, I mean it, it sucks. You know that, that they did that, but you know it's What's all your marks, huh? You didn't give me your mark. Oh, I didn't give my marks. <laughs> I, you know what? I have to give it five out of five. It's 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 probably my favorite comedy of the eighties. It's probably in my top ten comedies of all time. I mean, it's I love this movie. I've always been a big fan of Corey Haim. So I'm gonna remember that whenever we do a comedies list, see if it makes your top ten. See, I I think it will. I think. All right, remember that, guys. We're gonna see if it makes his top ten. Now, uh, Brandon, does it hold up? Definitely for me. Uh, I mean, it's got some flaws to it, but that wouldn't work today. But overall, story wise, yeah. for you know, for a movie, story wise, uh, it holds up better than some most comedies oh, today. Oh, it's great. Uh, it holds up, man. Uh, I like the DMV scenes, especially uh, when the chick was walking up to him. You yeah. Pop of her shoes, and then she says, "Don't." F with the DMV, we can make your life a living hell. <laughs> you know, and she rips it like that, that that dramatic rip. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's just so great. Uh, and uh, and the people in is like usually when you have movies with kids, they tend to make the parents and adults in the film one dimensional and not really flush them out or even give them really good development or anything. I think this movie did a great job with making making every adult you see in this movie yeah, some type of person. Even the home even the drunken dude. Yeah. You know, everybody yeah, he was he was a he was a highlight yeah. towards the end. Yeah. Um but I love, you know, towards the end the father realizing what happened to this car yeah. and sees less in it. Yeah. Quite <laughs> Did you fall asleep? What's wrong with your bed? What's wrong with your bed? <laughs> and then I love the fact that the father, the granddad came back and messed up his car too. Yeah. Uh, which, which I don't even think they even said that he had their car. Maybe he did. Maybe they yeah. did. I, I, I don't I think they mentioned it. Uh, I don't recall. One point, but but. I love that scene too. <laughs> He's just laughing and saying, I messed up your car too. Here yeah. You go. But yeah, I, yeah, I like the film. I, th- I thought it was great. Um, I just... Um, I wish they would have done more better quality stuff just like that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But hey, that's been this episode of Does It Hold Up? Uh, let us know on our Facebook page or also on Twitter. Uh, play, I pray I'll look at it. Uh, 
to let us know what else we should see if it holds up. If you have any suggestion for us, especially those diehard fans that really listen to each episode, uh, we want to do something in honor of you. So let let me know, let Brandon know, and we will do it for you because we want we don't we want to encourage people that listen to us. Yes. And so Tiffany, we will be doing a binge worthy on uh, Haunting the Hill House eventually. I know she you wanted that. She wanted to hear the review of that. Yes, I think she said that. Okay. You told me that beforehand. Yeah. Okay. Brandon. I know I told you somebody. I just Brandon has Brandon has short term memory. Sometimes. All right, well, hey, this has been Aaron Whitlow, and this is Brandon Spivey. And thank you for marking out with us. Peace. Peace.